I got lambin' on my feet, ride with choppers on my seat. All my bad to hell, the hair and nails, the feet on fleek. Down there, Annie's got me geek. Ain't been sober in a week. I drop these bags, I'll grab a check and keep the conversation brief. I'm too different, I'm unique. I got bells inside my suite. Love the way she made me ski. In the bedroom, she a freak. But she classy in these streets. I made me in front of these streets. It's been years, I'm on the street. Bought the track, the rose lease. I'm on grass, I'm on the right, but trying to race, put up your title. Only I looked up to a trap, but them was all my idols. The devil tried to take my soul. I sat down and I read the Bible. Waiting for this out of bloom right now. It's on this final cycle. I go shopping out yeah, of Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that good money, man, right there. I'm on the street, man. I'm on the street. I don't know if y'all paying attention. Some of y'all are. I hope you are. I hope you see it. Pressure, pressure is being applied. Hey, man. Welcome to episode 203 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Listen, this is a very, very special episode. My guy, Sean Davis, stopped by. Um, he works for Lakers Nation. He's off the Sports Headlines Show podcast, man. It's my guy for a couple years now. One of my only friends, if, you know, if not the only friend that got in this business, in this industry, man. One of the most genuine dudes I know in this. And uh, we had a good convo today. He was only supposed to be on for a segment. Talk about his Lakers NBA playoffs. We ended up talking about everything under the sun um, for over an hour. I said, you know what? This is an episode. I'm putting it out today. No ifs, ands, or but about it. So, with that being said, man, sit back, relax, and prepare to be electrified. Alright ladies and gentlemen, here with me I have a recurring guest He's not even a guest, this is like one of his second homes For him here at Electrify My guy Sean Davis of Lakers Nation the Sports Headlines Podcast, you guys already know who it is Sean, what's going on man? What's up man, uh, happy to be back on And uh, actually it's been a while since we did the Sports Headlines So it's just talking about what's Warner We're going to be firing that back up soon, hopefully Oh, yeah, man, that's crazy, man. I meant to ask you about that, man. That's good. I'm happy to have you guys back. We need that back, bro. Because you want Hollywood on us, you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Hollywood Sean now with the Lakers Nation, man. How's that been going for you, though, that venture? Uh, it's been it's been good. Um, it's been – this year's probably been the more challenging year, personally, uh, trying to, like, balance that with other stuff because I'm coaching, too, this year. Um, mm-hmm. So, like – it was around January. I don't know if I should say this or not, but fuck it. Uh, am I allowed to cuss? My bad. See? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right, yes, cool. yes. Cool, cool, Please, cool. feel free, um, man. Cool. So, uh, it was around January, I think. And this isn't really necessarily been Lakers related, but January, we're in the thick of our high school basketball season, so I'm, like, locked in in the zone, staying up till 2 o'clock in the morning watching film. And mm-hmm. Trevor, uh, Trevor Lane, uh, he like gives me a call or whatever, and I hate getting like random calls from people. Cause I'm like, oh shit, something, <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah, and yeah. It, it wasn't one of those you're fired speeches. It was one of those get your ish together before you become fired. So mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it kind of worked out, and luckily uh, that was towards the end of our season. So then I was able to kind of adjust quickly and 
you know, end of our season, I was like, okay, cool, now I'm locked all the way back in. But, yeah, it's, yeah. it's been fun. It's been fun. Uh, Laker fans are a hassle, though, so, you know. Yeah, I see them giving you a hard time damn near every night, man. It's like, especially when the Lakers are losing. They come right at you. And it's they come right at like, you. It's always, like, something stupid from the standpoint of, like, if you read or like, dude, reading and like listening is so much of fundamental skill that nobody has mm-hmm. anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I promise you, if you could just like read or like listen instead of like trying to have a reaction, half the problems that happen on social media wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody wants to be right and everybody wants to have their gotcha moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Lakers just won; they beat uh, the Jazz the night before. Then they get smoked last night. So now all of a sudden, everybody's in your mentions about oh. You were all excited the other night. Now what? It's like, bro, r- relax. It's a day-to-day right. league. Like, it's a night-to-night league. Like, everybody's not going to be on 100% of the time. You know what I mean? Um, but I was I was disappointed last night. I'm not going to lie to you. I was disappointed. Yeah. Uh, thankfully for me, it was my schedule night off, so I didn't have mm-hmm. to be as stressed out as I normally would be. But, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it was disappointing. And, I mean, you kind of knew the game was over when they went down 15-3 in I know, like, in the NBA where nowadays, you know, 28-point comebacks are a legitimate possibility. Dude, the Clippers, that was their Super Bowl. That was their NBA Finals Game 7 for them. So, like, when they went up 15-3, you're like, oh, it's a wrap. Like, just, yeah. you weren't, they weren't losing last night. Uh, I think um, it's corny that they, like, corny from the standpoint, like, you want to win every game. But I feel like some mm-hmm. situations, like, I don't know if the, the Russ saying, D'Angelo Russell over me, I don't know if that's a real thing. Um, but if it is, that's corny. Cause yeah. <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah. I think um you make a good point when it was fifteen three. I think when you got Russell Westbrook accounting for all points scored and assisted, opening the game up, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um and I think what A D said after the game was interesting, like the plan was to let him shoot. Okay, well they were falling last night. So the plan didn't go accordingly. And they, it did look like that. Like, he was open a lot, but he was just knocking them down. And that's just yeah. how it goes. It's, it's literally a make-or-miss league, and he was making them last night. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I, it surprised me to see him on like that. But, once again, it doesn't, man. Because when these guys leave the Lakers or get traded from the Lakers, it's always they're going to have their moment in the sun against his team, whether it's in a regular season or the playoffs. So, I'm glad it came in a regular season because um, I don't – I don't think the Clippers are going to be that much of a problem in the playoffs. I I never take them serious in the playoffs. I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah you should have. And, um, like, talk about – it's, like, so funny now that you mention that because, like, as Laker fans, we're always like, okay, cool. Whenever we play somebody that used to play for us, expect the most random game ever. And then whenever mm-hmm. somebody's injured and they're about to play us, they're going to come back magically and they're going to be able mm-hmm. to play against us. Like, dude, Damian Jones – was like five for five and hit three threes against us the other night. If you watch the NBA, you know Damian Jones cannot really shoot. So three for three from three, like are you kidding me? So um yeah, dude, it's it's insane. Like Colin Sexton even about the injury thing. He hadn't played since like February. Magically he's okay and comes back and plays us. He doesn't really do much, but still like comes back and now all of a sudden he's out tonight. With injury mm-hmm. management, like, dude, what, the, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. So now, as of late, man, the Lakers have been looking better. What seven to seven to three over the last ten? 
Um, tell me, man, what do you really honestly believe right now, sitting at the seventh seed, currently in the play-in? Do you think the Lakers have what it takes to make a deep run? I think they do. I think. I think the best part about last night's game is that LeBron was able to like turn it on, like at the most random time coming out of the half. He scored mm-hmm. what like three points in the first half. He finished like thirty mm-hmm. something. And then, like, he would – that was the second I have a back-to-back where he put up 30-something points against Utah, too. So, like, if Braun can actually shoot a jumper again, it's scary. Because he was average – he was dropping, like, 28, 29 points per game before he got hurt off of just get into the rack. Like, dude could not hit a jump shot. Like, he's shooting, what, like, 30% from three this year, which is just, like, not LeBron. He wasn't shooting it great last year either. Mm. But – like, if LeBron can shoot threes again, he was, like, four for six last night. If AD is healthy, then, yeah, I think they can. Because we've beaten every team in the West, not named the Clippers, um, that's, like, around us. Um, there's not a team in the West that, like, is consistently dominant where I'm, like, I'm really scared of you. Like, Denver, who's the number one seed, they had, like, a whole month where you're, like, how the hell is this team the one seed? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Memphis is inconsistent. Sacramento can't guard. Uh, Phoenix has no depth, and Chris Paul's old. And yeah. obviously, I just now I mean, first. now they are seven and zero with KD. I mean, but did they play like the Hornets twice? In those yeah, they haven't games? played that. Yeah, that's the thing. They haven't played anybody yet. You know what I mean? You play where you play, but I guess we'll we'll see that real test of the KD Suns in the playoffs. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So. And I'm not trying to, like, yeah. discredit them or whatever, but, like, I, I think it does matter who you play. Like, dude, they played the Spurs for one of those wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hornets, the Bulls. I mean, the Bulls are all right. Well, they, play, they play the Nuggets tonight. They play Denver tonight, so. Ooh, yeah. Okay. okay. And, Suns, and they play L.A. tomorrow, so. Suns, play everybody tonight and rest everybody tomorrow because you love me. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But kind of lay my play. I don't think there's anybody in the West that – is like the clear cut favorite. I think if you were to yeah. say somebody, maybe you say Denver, but like we beat them twice, once without ADs. Like, am I supposed to be scared of Denver? You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. interesting in the West for sure. It, it really is because, you know, usually we talk about the West. We talk about that being, you know, the the, the conference. You know, the, the West is always better than the East and they win more. But like I'm looking like right now, it's more 51 teams in the East right now. Like, the West is so tight, and it's never – I I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I've never seen the West this tight before. Like, it's it's still anybody's – anybody can come out to me, and anybody can get in the playoffs right now. Like, if the Lakers get out of the play-in, who is your dream round one matchup? Like, who would you want them to play first? Uh, Sacramento or Denver. That would be my dream okay. matchup. I, per- I, I hate the word avoid because mm. – that, it, that, like, says you're scared of somebody, but, like, I would rather not play Memphis because Memphis is the really? team that – Memphis is the team, if they somehow figured it out, they're the team in the West because, like, theoretically speaking, like, jo- you have your superstar, you have mm-hmm. your, your second scoring option in Desmond Bain, you have mm-hmm. the defensive player of the year in Jaron Jackson Jr., you have the shooting now. Like, Luke Kennard is such a great pickup for them. Like, yeah. and he's been so stupidly efficient with them from three. So you have your shooting to space the floor. You have the coach. They just haven't been able to put it all together due to, like, injuries. 
due to Jaron Jackson Jr. not being able to stay out of foul trouble, which cost him the Warriors series last year, amongst other things. So I'd rather avoid Memphis. And, like, just schematically, based off how the Lakers play, I'd rather not play Memphis. But give me Sacramento or Denver. Yeah. So they have the Lakers have two games left, right? The Suns and the Jazz. Yeah. Are there any like clinching scenarios for them here, or there, is it like playing or nothing at this point? I think we've already clinched the playing spot. Uh, okay. The lowest you can get is nine. Um, right. If you, I think if we went out. If we went out, and Golden State loses one, then we can get the six. So like Golden State plays Sacramento tomorrow. If the Lakers beat Phoenix and beat Utah, and Golden State loses one of their last two games, the Lakers will get six. Otherwise. Yeah, uh, hmm. The Warriors got the Kings. Nah. The Warriors got the Kings tomorrow, and the Blazers on Sunday. Yeah. And then those and, are both road games. And even though that Portland game's a road game, they're not losing to Portland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Warriors have been horrible on the war, on the road this year. Like, absolutely dismal. On the road this year, I'm like, I'm looking at them. I mean, I know, listen, man, I know Steph is Steph, and I know Clay is Clay. Like, I'm not discounting the Warriors, never counting the Warriors out. But I look at their run last year, and to me, outside of the Memphis series, when you know they were dealing with injuries, they were not the better team in any series, especially in the finals. I really feel like the Celtics were the better team in that series, and they just didn't know it. And then that's how the Warriors won. But, like, this year, somebody's getting the Warriors out of there. They're not going to the finals this year. I don't, I don't see th- it. I don't think so. I think the biggest thing is they can't win on the road. And you just mentioned mm-hmm. it. Like, you have to win a road game in the playoffs. And, like, when you go and like, every NBA team in series is, like, insanely good at home, too. So, like, if you have to go win two games on the road at Denver – or, like, at Phoenix, at Sac- – like, it's not happening. So, mm-hmm. I think if they had to face Sacramento, I think I'd pick Golden State. But, like, everybody else in the West, if we got a Warriors versus blank team in a playoff series, I'm picking the other team. Even though I actually like Golden State more than I think most people do. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm looking at the Mavs. They're sitting on 38 wins. Uh, what what the hell happened to the this Mavs, awesome. man? What happened? Uh – they can't guard. That that's like yeah. the easiest way to say. It. Like they just can't guard. They can't play defense. And like I had a tweet. And again, this is uh, the 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 uh, one of the best episodes in the Sean Davis pisses people off on Twitter series on exclusively on HBO Max and on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had a tweet a while ago. It's like right now, only as of right now, I don't think Luca could be your best player and win a title. Meaning, yeah. and the reason I, I remember that, that, I remember that. Yeah, and my my whole reasoning was, he just has to change his play style because like every year we played this game of okay, what player can you pair with Luca? Well, we've tried basically every single one so far. You, you got him the another secondary ball handler. You've done that twice with Brunson and Kyrie, the secondary ball handler that could score at his own pace. Okay, well you did that. We kind of tried the role player route this year. Didn't really pan out. That's why they traded for mm. Kyrie. We tried the unicorn route with KP, who is actually kind of playing really, really well in, in Washington. Mm. So it's like, dude, what player fits next to Luka? We don't know because Luka has to change his play style. It's like reminiscent of Harden in a sense where he was in Houston. Like, 
his style's great for individual numbers or MVP and, and events, analytics and statistics or whatever, but it's not going to win a title. And he doesn't play defense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when they first traded for Kyrie, I was like, okay. You know, I thought this was going to help take the pressure off of Luka and maybe he was going to adjust his style where he doesn't – he needs to realize he doesn't need the ball in his hands every drive. Like, every series, you don't have to score. You can pass the ball to Kyrie. But, but Luka is such a great passer – I didn't think it was going to be a problem with them. I think that Luka plays a part in this, but Jason Kidd, bro, he, I don't know what the hell his problem is, but his rotations are horrible, bro. Like, they are actually god-awful, and they're killing this team. Like, killing, like you said, they have no defense. You can score 115 points all you want, but if the other team is scoring 130, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And you're not going anywhere if you can't play defense. I don't care how good your offense is, bro. I don't. The Mavs are not beating anybody in that one through eight right now in the seven game series. It's not happening. Yeah, because they can't guard. I'm gonna refrain from doing the popular thing and like just say, "Hey, Jason Kidd should be fired." Because let's not forget, dude. Jason Kidd got them to the what? Like a big reason why? Like not got them. He coached his ass off last year mm-hmm. in the playoffs. It got them to the rest of conference finals. Where they were just ultimately outmatched, if we're being honest, in that yeah, out, out outmatched and worn out, bro, because it was just Luca out there. Like Luca yeah. had to physically beat the Suns, right? Like, and especially Game Seven, they were gassed. They had nothing left after that Suns series. They were done. Yeah, and so like for for J Kid, especially defensively, like dude, what he was doing defensively in the playoffs last year with Luca as his best player. Like should mm-hmm. should deserve some credit. So I'm not gonna say, and I'm I don't I'm not involved in Maps Twitter, so I don't know if they actually want him fired. I think there's enough blame to go around. Though. Like I think J Kid has been good this year. Luca has a down year relative to expectations, and like Mark Cuban is like the Jerry Jones of basketball in terms of like he's just like too outspoken. Like dude, shut the hell up. Let your team like do its job. Let your coach like stuff like that. Like. I don't think he's in the meetings. I don't know if he is, but like, just shut the hell up. Get off social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's funny you mentioned Mark Cuban because I'm trying to think. Like, do you do you resign Kyrie after the way it's been this this experiment so far? Like, do you take that chance and give him all the money and keep him there? Like, do you do that if you're Mark Cuban? Part of me wants to say yes because you just gave up a lot for him. A lot for him mm-hmm. in, in the standpoint of, like, you give up two really, really good players and two really, gave really good Gave up your defense. Yeah, you your defense, defense left. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. So part of me wants to say yes to, like, make that justified. But I also want to say no, dude. Like, and it's not even because of Kyrie. Like, I, I want this to be no. Like, this is not Kyrie's fault. Dallas was a shit show when he got there. Like, Go figure, why would they trade for him if it wasn't, like, if they weren't desperate? Um, so, I'm going to say no, probably, but not because of Kyrie. And I think that's going to be the problem because everybody's going to say, oh, see, another situation where Kyrie uh, joins them and it all goes down the hole or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. it, it's not Kyrie's fault. It's a bunch of everybody's fault. Like, everybody has a problem with it. Um, I'm glad you said that because a lot of casual people, in the media and fans who don't know ball, fam, the Mavs may have been in the playoffs before Kyrie got there, but barely. Like, they right. were still losing games. Like, Luka was still dropping however many points and losing. 
And then there were some nights where the only way they were going to win if Luka put up 50-plus. That was it. Like, that was literally it. And then there were some games where uh, your, your Spencer Dinwiddie was knocking shots down for you guys to stay in these type of games or making big plays on defense, stay in these type of games. So when you let that go, and yes, you bring in a superstar like Kyrie who can have a game like he had last night, and you guys win a game, but still... The Mavs were struggling before Kyrie got there. So it's not a Kyrie problem, obviously, because Kyrie is Kyrie. It's not yeah. a Kyrie problem. You know, this is a, a Mavs problem. They don't have any defense, and they're not big. Like, they don't have a lot of size either. So who's – the paint – the post is wide open. I'm going right in there. Nobody will stop me. You know what I mean? So it's like the Mavs have so many issues, and I don't think that Kyrie was going to solve them, especially not when the year is damn near over. Like, these guys are going to need a full offseason program together. And then you got – like, the Mavs are going to have to go get more because this is not enough. It's not enough. If you want yeah. a championship, you're going to need more than Kyrie and Luka and friends. No, it's not going to work. Yeah, and, like, the fact that Christian Wood can't consistently get 30 minutes a night is insane. Like – he should never have games. Like, I'm looking at his, like, box scores or whatever. Like, 13 minutes against your Miami Heat, who I, I wanted to say something about that before we wrap up the show. At Did you say point. your? Did you say your Miami Heat? I am yeah. a fan of the Shield. <laughs> I Listen, I have no ties to any team, okay? When, when Udonis Haslam is getting minutes in the first quarter, I have nothing left for you, man. I have nothing left for you. I oh, could not man. tell you what's going on in Miami right now because I don't have a clue, right? <laughs> I, I barely watch. I have really – I've been watching more Mavs and Lakers games than anything. And I have, the, I have the NBA League pass. I've chosen not to watch the Miami Heat, okay? Every night before I go to bed, I say a prayer for Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler to get the hell out of Miami because I feel so bad for them that they have to deal – with what they're dealing with down there, it's a it's a clown show, bro. I I couldn't tell you what's happening down there. I I just I don't get it. Continue, please continue. <laughs> this is hilarious. Eric turning his back on the heat is as big of a heel turn. Have as... you not seen? I, I already I've been turned heel. I bro, I turned heel on the heat like January. Like I started my new year off. Like I followed the Mavs on Twitter. I unfollowed the Heat and everything. Like I was over it, bro. I have nothing left to say to them right now, at this all. Is a, this is a bigger heel turn than Seth Rollins turning heel on the Shield. This is oh hilarious. yeah, way this bigger is, than that. <laughs> way bigger than that. WWE, get your shit together and hire Eric, please. But please, like, all seriousness. No, like, to basically finish my point, like, dude, the fact that Christian Wood can't, like, get consistent 30 minutes. Like, he played 13 minutes against the Heat, thir- uh, 12 minutes against the Pacers. Like, he had, like, a four sh- uh, straight games where he didn't touch 20 minutes. Like, dude, that can't happen. Like, if you want any mm-hmm. hope of making a postseason run or, like, you know, winning games, like, he's your third best player. The or, I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr. has been really good, actually. But he's your third best player, and he gets 10 minutes. Like, come on. Yeah. That, that's coaching malpractice, if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of coaching, um, do you think the Lakers are going to make a change this offseason? No. Really? No. It, it doesn't Why? make sense. For, I mean, just based off how the Lakers operate, like, they just hired him. You have to be, like, yeah. really, really – I said this a long time ago. He had to be really – Really, really bad to the sense like he did some Emmy Odoka shit. Like not even like mm-hmm. accusing Emmy, but like 
just the situation as a whole was such a headache that Boston mm-hmm. finally said, "Screw you know it, what? we're we not, gotta, we're not, yeah. yeah, we're not dealing with this anymore." Right? Like it has to be yeah. to that level. And like Laker fans, if if they find this, and I'm gonna retweet it so they can find it, uh, there I'm about to get more uh, hate comments in my mentions or whatever. But because they're not gonna want to hear this, but the Lakers start off two and ten with the worst ro- one of the worst rosters in the NBA. The mere fact that they're the seven seed, what half yeah. a game back of six, is a miracle, right? So, yeah. in terms of the, the the crap that he's had to put up with, you gotta give Darvin some credit. And from an X's and O's or a schematic standpoint, it's gotten a lot better since the start of the season. So, like, there's enough good there in my opinion, for the Lakers to be like, hey, look, let's give you a full offseason with guys that actually fit your your scheme and your style of thinking, and let's see how the playoffs go. We'll run it back with you and a lot of these other guys, which I think is what they're going to do. Um, there's not a scenario where – there's not any scenario that could play out that I think Darvin, outside like what I just said, has to be some Emeodoka type stuff that uh, I think could get him fired this year. Not this year. Yeah. So, like, I'm glad you mentioned bringing guys back. Do you think they bring everybody back or at least try to? I think they bring almost everybody back. Like, I think Reeves okay. comes back. In terms of, like, the free agents, I think Reeves comes back. Okay. They better bring back Austin Reeves. I will never forgive you. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, they have like, to. Like, Jeannie, Rob, I will never forgive you if you don't bring Austin back. Um, but bring Austin back. You bring D'Lo back. Uh, you bring you bring Ruby back, who's been really really good recently. Mm-hmm. You bring back Beasley, which is kind of a, a hot take, I guess. But for the sake of sixty million dollars at the bare minimum, like if worse comes mm-hmm. to worse, there is a trade salary for you, which is really you just need those to to negotiate nowadays in the NBA. Just filler money, you feel me? And uh, and even in like let's say he starts to shoot the ball well again, right, or like more consistently. That's a great contract now because if he's shooting 40% from three, that $60 million is more justified, kind of like, and again, I'm bringing up uh, your villain your villain story or whatever, like how, wait, damn, what's it called? Your, uh, your backstory, there we go, your villain backstory. Mm. But Duncan Robinson, when he was shooting 45% from three, that, con- <laughs> that contract was justified because like he yeah. shouldn't shout the ball. Here you go. Here's money. But the moment Duncan Robinson fell off the face of the earth, it could have hit water if he fell in the ocean. That contract's the worst contract in the NBA. So, and, I don't, and Beasley is even shooting that bad, which is the crazy thing. But um, you bring back those guys for sure. You have a first-round draft pick, contrary to public belief for some reason, because people think the Lakers don't have a pick. Like, mm-hmm. it was some ESPN dipshit that said the Lakers don't have a first-round pick, which is just lazy. Like, Mm-hmm. Go look at, like, the same research I put in to see if they have a first-round pick. You could do that in less, like, seriously. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I like the roster, dude. Like, you bring those guys back. Yeah, Braun, AD, whatever other guy. Like, Bando's still under contract. Uh, Bomba's still under contract if you want him to be. So, yeah, running back, you got a draft pick. Make some shit happen. Now, do you – if if Kyrie – and the Mavs nope, don't nope, work out. No, nope, okay, nope. okay. I I just had to ask. Nothing I against just, Kyrie. I just had to ask. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I just I just had to ask because I know I know that that's where Kyrie wanted to go, and I know that that maybe can be an option this summer. I don't know. I don't no. know. The Lakers okay. would have to blow up their depth to go get Kyrie. 
And yeah, that's nah. what I don't. I, I was. I don't think they want to do that because I think outside of that twenty twenty team, this is like been the best roster they've had with Braun, and I've enjoyed watching it. Even when they lose, it's like they're not. It's not losing as poorly as they were losing. Right. You know, it's like it's they're losing in style now. Yeah. So and it's and they can they have shooters. They actually can shoot the ball. Like consistently shoot threes, and that's a big thing because bro, this team, pro uh uh pre trade deadline, God, what a horrible bad. roster! It was, it was really bad, bro. And I like I hate I hate it. Listen, there are two people in the NBA that I can't stand because of their fans. I hate Derrick Rose, <laughs> and I hate Russell Westbrook because they Dude. try to say oh. The narrative, the narrative. I wish people never learned that word. Um, like, bro, yes, he was bad for the Lakers. Stop. He was horrible. Yeah. He was horrible. And then last night he has a game like that, and they're like, oh, what a – no, fam, no, he's still bad. He just had a good night. Like, I promise you, when the playoffs come and the and the Clippers are he out in play. the first round, he, won't he probably won't even see him. Probably won't see him. Because you can't like, play him. Because, like, what you your teams are going to do – is basically what the Lakers tried to do last night, but with the emotions high, emotions yeah. make you do crazy shit, and he just had yeah. a great an outlier shooting performance. Like, dude, it's not gonna, if it's Russell not gonna Westbrook, happen. right, he's not doing that four times in a playoff series. Nope. Like, even two times in a playoff series. Because another thing, like, Paul, he had to do that last night because Paul George is hurt. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's slow for them. I love how you said Derrick Rose fans, though, because, like, I hate that, him, that, bro. That, I hate Derrick Rose. Like, it's like Bleach Report, a tweet, a video out of him checking in, and the Knicks are up by 25. And then they tweeted, and they got Rose emojis and shit, and their fans are clapping. Like, what are y'all clapping for? And then he gets in the game and goes 0 for 4 with three turnovers. Get the hell out of here, man. He's not I don't good hear that. anymore. He's I'm not tired good. of it, bro. He's not good anymore. Let it go. Let it Those go. Those days are over. Now, speaking of the Knicks, we haven't really talked about the East yet, but I feel like the East is a, a little bit more cut and dry with what you got. Because, I mean, it's the Bucks, the Sixers, the Celtics, the Cavs, and then everybody else. It's like your top four teams, and then everybody else is, like, in a Royal Rumble right now. Like, right. that's like that's how I'm looking at it. Because I'm watching – last night I was out with my girlfriend, and we had um, this pizza place, and I'm watching the uh, Wizards and the Hawks. I was like – and then I looked. I said, "The Hawks." The hell are you watching a Hawks game for? What the hell? <laughs> I, it was on. It was just on. It was on one of the TVs in there because you know it's. Okay, um, that makes sense. That makes sense. Washington was playing, right. so that's the one of the local channels. And I was like, because I saw the Bucks. The Bucks were playing last night too, but the TV right. in front of me directly were was the Hawks. I was like, the Hawks are the eight seed. I didn't even know that. I was. I hadn't heard anything about Trey Young all year, and I was like, what the hell? The Hawks are the eight seed. That's crazy. I know the Wizards have been playing well, but the Wizards are the 13th seed. So, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like, what is happening in the East right now? So, outside of your top four, you got the Knicks, the Nets, who have seemingly, like, I don't, they are just good. Like, the big three era is over in Brooklyn, and somehow these guys are hooping. Bro, Mikel Bridges. Wait, wait, he's balling. Since he, bro, balling, like. Balling. It's wild. If he could do this for a full season, we got to have some conversations about McKelvey. Yeah, yes, next year. yes. Things will be have to said, have to be said. Then you got the damn Heat, the seven seed. 
God bless. And then you got the Hawks at the eight seed right now, and then Fred Van Vliet and them at the ninth seed. You're twin. And the Bulls. Yeah, twin, cuzzo. And then the, the Bulls at the ten seed. But, like, at this point, I'm watching a lot of Celtics games because, you know, I'm playing in them. You know, I'm pulling double duty. Um, the Celtics, one night they look like the best thing in the world. And then another night they look like a second-round exit. I don't know. I don't know what their issue is. Like, I, it's like if Tatum is on, Brown is off. If Brown is on, Tatum is off somehow. Like, by the fourth quarter, somebody is going to disappear. I don't I don't know. I don't know about them. I, I really don't. If you're a Boston Celtics fan, and Eric is allowed to watch the Celtics because he has his twin on the Celtics as well, there's a lot of Eric Lyons relatives in the NBA. Vari- it's, it's, variants. It's, multiple variants. Multiple variants, yeah. Um, if, the Celtic, if you're a Celtics fan, you don't want Miami. You are actually begging that it's mm. anybody else but Miami in the first round because if it's Miami and Boston, that's going seven. You heard it here first. Again. That is going again. to seven again. And yeah. my, I just can't count out an Eric Spolster-led team, man. And that's kind. I'm glad we kind of got to this because I thought the question initially, initially was going to be, okay, outside of those top four, who's your sleeper? And I would have said New York, but the Julius Randle injury – Kind of gets me yeah. some some worry about that, and I don't. I just don't have like the the, the Brooklyn has been balling, but I don't have any f- like real faith, no in, faith them. in them. So it have to be Miami. It have to me. be Miami, and like, dude, it, it, I'm not gonna say they're gonna win. I think that's a little too bold. And Boston deserves my respect at least to say they'd be favorites in it. But that's gonna be a really really good series because the biggest yeah. problem with Miami to start the year, and you could probably attest to this, they could have damn they could hit a damn shot. From three no. the, at the start no. of the year. The past month, they're like 38% from three or something like that, which is one of the best parts about last year's team. Last year's team could shoot, and they had some size. As old as yeah. he is, I don't know why you let P.J. Tucker walk out, PJ Tucker walk out the he door. He didn't want to leave. He didn't even want to leave. He didn't want to leave. I don't know why you let him walk out the door. So you lose some wing depth. You lost your shooting, not because of P.J., but you just haven't been able to shoot because, like, statistically, Tyler's been – the same Tyler Hero compared to last year. Bam's having a better year statistically. And Jimmy Butler is still Jimmy Butler. Like, mm-hmm. and, and you have the best coach in the NBA. That is a team that, and even Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee's a tougher matchup. But, like, if I'm Milwaukee, I'm like, I don't want Miami. Miami, please win your first playing game so I don't even have to worry about you. Like, they're easily the worst first-round matchup for any team in the NBA, not in the Lakers. I think like, the Heat have a better chance of beating the Celtics yeah. than they do the Bucks. Um, I mean, I, I just, I'm just Giannis, you know, and the Bucks have a lot of size. They're huge. Yeah. And, and like you, know, you said, I, like Boston's too inconsistent. Like, yeah, you know what you're getting from Milwaukee six nights out of seven, right? Boston, like you said, it's like, okay, two nights you're going to get the best team in the NBA. Two nights you're going to get a team that's like the five seed. One night mm-hmm. you're going to get a team that you're like, what the hell am I watching? And then the other mm-hmm. two nights you're going to get, okay, can we – which guy's going to be better? Are we going to get a, a, a Tatum good game or a Brown good game? Like They're just so up and down to, to be the two-seeded. They have great role players too, so give them credit. Mm-hmm. Like Brogdon's been balling. He should be sixth man of the year. Like yeah. He's been great, but – Anything could happen in a playoff series. Joe Mazzulla is a rookie head coach, and it's a lot of people like to throw that dumb shit out there, which is super overrated. 
the rookie head coach theory because Steve Kerr won a title his rookie year. Ty Lue won a title his rookie year. Like, can we stop with the rookie head coach BS? Yeah, yeah. But and then it's like, you know, you look back at the series they had last year, and it was basically everything you said. It was it was on nights and they were off nights for the tandem, and Miami took advantage of that. I just think that Miami's downfall in that series was Bam not realizing, yo, I can, I can, I can do this. Like I can he, understand he, why you left Miami, dude. Like Bam yeah, watching bro. that postseason series pissed me off. It was off so frustrating, and- bro. Like, why are you not getting twenty five and fifteen every night? Like, what do you? Why can't you? What be are you baby doing? What, what, like, yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, he's not like he's just not aggressive at all. Like, bro, nobody in there is gonna hurt you. Robert like, Williams like had him in a chokehold. He was yeah, he had him in hell. He had him Robert in hell. Williams. Yeah, he was terrified of him. Like for all that whole series, and it's like, bro, Jimmy can't. Jimmy can't do it all by himself. And that's why I was glad we lost. I was glad we (laughs) lost. Because, bro, if we would have had to go play the Warriors, Jimmy would have died on the court. Literally (laughs) died just to win a quarter. Not a game. A quarter. He would have died trying to have a a lead at the end of a quarter. We would have – he would have died out there, bro. I'm so glad we lost. I'm so glad we lost. The frustrating thing was, like, Tyler wasn't consistent at all last postseason run. Nope. Like, Bam like even, Duncan, Duncan barely got in. Duncan barely. Your second best player. That Boston series is Max fucking Shrews. Part of my language. But like, yes. Max, Max yes. Your second best. Yes. Player. Max, bro. Max. People don't see. And if Jimmy, <laughs> bring up PTSD. Uh, yes. Yes. Because I, I. Oh my god. Oh my god. Because if Jimmy somehow made the shot, or we just won that game. Nobody talks about the shot that he made, that Struess made to even put us in that position. He shot a three when it left. I was like, why did he shoot that? Then it went in. I said, oh, my God, he made it. Was like, he, like, faded away, too? It was like Yes, he, he was fading, and he was way, bro, it was a long-ass three. I could not believe he made that shot. I was like, bro, he's been a flamethrower this whole series. Jesus Christ. And and I'm just like, how why is this happening? But none of this happens if they count the they, they say his foot was on the line. What did they say? They said his foot was on the line. He was out of bounds. Yeah. What was it? it was, One think, of the I two. He was out of bounds. But and they like took his three away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. And, yeah, and really, really quick about the Bam thing. It's no coincidence that if you look back at that series, Bam's best game didn't have Robert Williams in it. Yep. No, bro, my my mom called Robert Williams the Cyclops. Like, that's just, (laughs) bro, he just was so big and imposed. Like, he just looked like eight feet tall that series. Like, I don't know. And then it was not not a lot of that in the finals, though. See, I don't know where he went. We had the best heel turn ever with Eric Mm -hmm. turning his back on the heat. We're about to get the best baby face turn ever. Oh, God. Eric ultimately uh, gives his love back to the heat. See that that that's why God put me on this podcast today. I I, I knew somehow we were gonna spend like five minutes talking about the heat. I I, I planted the, the seed, and now Eric listen, he's gonna have to think about the heat going forward. Listen, my my closet door is open, and I can see my Jimmy Butler jersey. Yes. It's it's shining. 
okay, the playoffs are here. I, I have to roll with Miami in the playoffs, obviously. You know what I mean? So, hey, maybe we'll make a run, man. Maybe. Maybe they, they can get me back. But I'll tell you one thing. I was through with them before the season started when they re-signed Haslam. <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, we are such an unserious group of people here in Miami. So unserious. There's no seriousness at all coming Isn't out of Miami like finally right now. retiring after this year? Yes. I, bro, I was looking at his stats. Oh, no. Fam, he, he hasn't done anything in years. Like, even like... Pre-LeBron. Pre, Pre-Heatles. Like, pre-Heatles. Like... <laughs> I even I, I swear I was talking to my friend and I said, bro, I'm gonna go on YouTube and find a Udonis Haslam highlight reel. Oh, good luck. Wasn't much, <laughs> wasn't much out there. It was like a five minute clip of putbacks and layups, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like yeah. I I don't know. Like he must know where the bodies are buried, bro, because there's there's no way, there's no way, there's no way, man. I don't know. Um, but we are at forty. Mi- Fam, I might. This might just be I might put this out today. Because I don't even know why I should save it for Saturday. This is the whole freaking episode. We're damn near forty minutes in. Yeah. You See, just that's, did, hey. That's what happens when you have a goat and myself on a podcast together. Of course. Of course. Um let's see. Shit, we might as well talk about something else. Oh, the CBA, bro. The NBA CBA. Cause I touched on it a little bit Monday, but I didn't go too crazy into it because I was talking about Angel Reese and um, WrestleMania a lot on Monday, but I know you feel you'll probably feel strong about this. How do you feel about this playing tournament, man? It's just stupid. Like that's yeah. I've always felt it was stupid. Like, how are you going to convince players in the middle of the season to take it seriously? Like five hundred thousand dollars? The fuck? If I'm LeBron James and I'm thirty, what is what is that to me? What is that to that's me? That's nothing. That's like five dollars to me. Like if you gave me five dollars, I mean. Yay, I'll take I'm not gonna be pissed about it, but like I'm not about to, you know, go a hundred percent hard in some midseason tournament that ultimately doesn't matter. Like what the fuck yeah. are you doing it for? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. There's no stakes. There's no stakes. Like and honestly, there's nothing you can really do to it cause to give it stakes. Cause if you you can't go too drastic and say the winner of this midseason tournament automatically gets a postseason spot because that's just stupid like there's there's nothing you can do that's realistic to make it matter so why why do it outside of like ratings but again like you tell me the Bucks, the lakers the warriors these teams with like bona fide superstars are gonna give a shit about this no and when is this this will be in november right Uh, i thought it was december but it might be november and oh man if it's november that's even worse Right, we're like, the peak of football season at that point. Right. Like, nobody's caring about that. It's like College baseball, and NFL. It's like baseball season in, in, in April. Like, Warner, good friend Warner, you know, uh, big baseball fan, right? So, opening mm-hmm. day is like last week. And he's yeah. like, hey, yo, y'all watching this? Uh, he's a Cincinnati Reds fan. Y- y'all watching this Reds game or whatever? Like, no BS. I'm like, dude. If you say one more thing about baseball before July, I'm going to kill you. Like, I don't care about <laughs> baseball until July. <laughs> same way no, but Eric, seriously, though. Same way Eric doesn't care about basketball until February, I don't yep. care about baseball until July. Like, cause, yeah. no, no. Yeah, and it's like, you can't, there's nothing that the, the in-season tournament is not going to make me say, oh, let me turn. No, I'm not going to go watch, watch the that. November game. If, like, I don't no. know why I do it because I cover the team, but, like, if you don't cover right. a team, 
the hell are you watching Who a cares? basketball game in October for? Like, come it's on, eighty-two game. It's eighty-two games, bro. And that, and, and that's another thing I don't like about the CBA with the mandatory minimum sixty-five games to get considered for an award. Okay, yeah. if it's that big of a problem, shorten the season. Yeah, because I feel like I've that's been saying that for years. Yeah. yeah, shorten the season, bro. I've been saying that for years. It's it's long, and it's long as a fan because one, there's no you're not selling out how many home games you have 40 times. You're not selling your building out 40 times a year. You're not. You're not doing that. You're not going to have 30,000 people for a Lakers and Magic game on a Tuesday night. That's not going to happen. Especially That's in Orlando. Not, you might get in L.A., it, nope, but not in Orlando. Nope. It's not going to happen. So if you shorten the season, you're probably going to make more money. But if I'm an NBA player... Okay, you say I got to play 65 games. That means I got 17 freebies. That's like if a professor tells me, hey, you got That's five days. That's a really good point. You know, you That's got five days and a semester to use for yourself. Okay, cool. I'm going to use those 17 games wisely and still get my MVP. Right. That's, That's a it. really because, good point. Like, I, I know load management is a problem, but fam, so are these multiple back-to-back-to-back. It's too many. It's too many games. It's too many games. I, I don't yeah. care. Like... I, I it's October, I'm not pushing. Now March, February, March, yeah, I'm gonna push because I want to go. Now it's, it's time to ramp up for the playoffs. But it's November and you want me to play full tilt. Season just started and you think I'm gonna give you forty, twenty, and ten, and then do it again the next night? No, nah, I'm to probably help gonna your go ratings. Take, yeah, I'm it, probably going to. Yeah, it's probably gonna take a night push. off because because none of these games matter. The Lakers were two and ten, and now they're in the playoffs. So, obviously, it's that much basketball. It does not matter. It's not like the football when you have 17 games where every damn near every game matters. Like, essentially, in NFL, every game you play matters. You have to bank in the early wins when you're in the NFL. You don't have – there's really no time for error. There's so much room for error in the NBA, it's not funny. Yeah. I will say this about the Lakers 2-10 thing. In a regular year in the Western Conference – they want to be able That's, to recover from it. Yeah, the it. game, the season's over. The season's, season's over. over. But like, even then, like right now, it like it, it, even in the regular Western Conference here, they're still probably in the play-in. So like, that still kind of helps your point. Like, dude, two and ten, and they're even in the play-in. Like, yeah. like, so. But the sixty-five game thing, it's just kind of unrealistic. Like, why would you put a, a limit on it? I, I, Draymond had some problems with that. I didn't listen to his pod. He's one of the few pods I actually listen to outside of, mm-hmm. like, my own. Like, yours, mm-hmm. Draymond's, uh, JJ does a good one. I'll listen to All the Smoke every now and again. Um, I'm Athlete does some decent stuff. But, like, or the Pivot, whatever it's called now. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, like, why why put a limit on, or, or, like, a max? No, not a max. A limit on the games you have to play, a minimum or whatever. Like, that's just, like, like you said, like, if I'm a player and I'm fully healthy, like once I get to game 65, oh, shit, okay, let me just, I'm going to take yeah, a game I'm gonna go off. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to, yeah. you know. I'll, I'll take the rest of the season off. <laughs> I didn't play 65 I got, straight. I got my MVP. I'm right. good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Like, good? What, what, what seed we got? Oh, yeah, y'all got it, man. We the two seed? Oh, okay. Right, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, y'all good. Y'all go ahead, rest up. I'm going to chill out. We I'll see y'all in the playoffs. We already clinched? Oh, okay. Like, Oh, yeah. I'm going to head out. Like, and then also... Think about Embiid, right? So, like, let's say mm-hmm. the limit was this year. I don't know how many games he's played. But, like, mm-hmm. let's say he was at 64 games right now, right? And mm-hmm. to get MVP, he needs one more. The Sixers already, they're the three seed. Like, they can't go any higher, can't go any lower. 
You're going to make Embiid play in a pointless game just to win MVP? What the? Mm-hmm. What if he gets hurt? Now you That's what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that. I was thinking that. Right. Yeah. Like, no. So, so what, you're going to, like, count? You're not going to – you're going to discredit? Because I think it's not only – it's all NBA, MVP. So, you're going to, like, say, nope, Embiid, what you did for 64 games means nothing because you didn't play in a pointless 65th game when you already clinched everything that you could clinch. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. Yeah. Like, you can't – you can't yeah. – no. Yeah. No. I, I don't know, man. And it's like – Back to the play-in. At first, it was supposed to be a million-dollar prize, and then they cut that down to five hundred thousand. So you're just making it even worse. Like, right? You're making it worse, and it just makes no sense because it's a tournament in season, but they're not adding games. It's still within the regular season. I don't. Oh, okay. It's so like that makes it like a a hair better than like you're not adding games. Like it's yeah. a part of the eighty-two. Like, but still, th- that's still pretty. Why? That's pr- what that's are we playing for? It's like, all right, I know if if uh, I don't know. See, that's the thing. It's like you can't really touch the playoffs because, like, you can't be like, all right, if you win, you get home court for whatever. Right, that's still what I'm gonna saying. Have to and that's the it. only way. That's the only way you can possibly incentivize it. It's like, yeah, if you guarantee something for a playoff, yeah, spot. but you can't. Yeah. That's just unrealistic. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Unless, Unless the NBA say, has, like, just a shit ton of money laying around where they could say, hey, here's $5 million if you win this. Which yeah. is also just unrealistic. Like, they don't have that much money just lying around, you would think, anyway, because they would have negotiated more than $500,000. So, I was about to say, you can't even give anybody a buy. No. Or, or no, maybe a play-in buy. I don't know. Something. Teams don't give a fuck about the play. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's Dang, true. I'm I don't, like, they don't I care. I don't know, dog. I don't know, bro. It's like you can't. There's no way as a player I can be like, yeah, let's go. It's time for the play. It's time for the tournament, the season tournament. Nah, I can't. Oh. I can't. If I can't get up for the All-Star game, what the hell y'all think I'm going to get up for this for? <laughs> like, what? Fam, no. There they, they were more people watching. College women's basketball, and it's not a knock to them. It's just a fact. Then the NBA All Star game, yeah, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Really, really quick. Uh, one point about the plan in season tournament, and then I wanted to actually really quickly say something about the LSU Iowa thing. Oh yeah, let's, yeah, we can do that. That pissed me off. Uh, yeah, let's do it. The you think forty year old LeBron's gonna care about it? He barely gives a damn about a game like two weeks ago. You think he's gonna care yeah. about? A November game when he's forty. Get out nope. of here, dude. No, he, no. He, he he's just not. Um, no. Really quick. First off, I love trash talk. So the you can't see me thing from both uh, from Caitlyn from, and because I I liked it when Caitlyn did it. I, yeah, I loved I, it. I, I thought it was cool. I, I'm nothing against it's Caitlyn Clark, right? That's her name. Yeah, yeah. I'm nothing Clark, against yeah. her. She's a hell of a player. She's really really yeah. good. And ultimately. This is great for women's sports and for women's basketball, right? Because this is even better. Uh, I, I can't pronounce her last name for anything. But you remember Sabrina from Oregon who's at, like, I think she's in, uh, like, the Liberty now in the WNBA, something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, this is even better than what she did and, and for, like, the eyes that she had, right? Because, like, Caitlin Clark is legit amazing and the controversy or whatever. And I love what Caitlin Clark said afterwards, like, 
why the hell should we get invited to the White House? The, the hell? Yes. Like, yes. It, it, somebody had a great point. It's like, uh, well, uh, let, let's make sure we invite the Celtics to the White House, too, after they lost. Let's make sure yeah. we invite Let's make sure both the teams. Uh, the Eagles. Yeah, make sure the like, Eagles get there, too. Who lost to the world? The Phillies. Let's, let's send the Phillies to the White House. Like, that's just stupid. So, I will say this. And I forget her name to the LSU. It's Reese, right? Reese. Yeah, Angel Reese. Yeah. Angel Reese. There we go. Angel Reese. Angel Reese. I don't like what she did. Like, I think, I guess her is a little more controversial with the whole, uh, we don't want to go to the White House thing. Like, I get it, but I think that's mm-hmm. going to backfire with the whole, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, because the, uh, the school already said they'll, the school already said they'll accept the um, invitation. So. Right. So, But I now, think- well, whether the players will go, that's the thing. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I think you're being, trying to be a little too outspoken there. I'm not telling you mm. to shut up or whatever, but I'm just saying I think that's be a little too outspoken. But, mm. like, I just find it funny or whatever. Like, again, and this is basically what everybody said, everybody with the brain. Caitlin Clark does it. It's ha, 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 ha. Like we just said, we loved it. I loved it. The UK, yeah. That is yeah. the, one cool. of the best form, frames of, of trash talk I've seen in a while. Like, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Like, hilarious, right? But as soon as Angel Reese does it, because, you know, like yeah, yeah, we know, we know, we know that houseway and like, and they and they try to make it a problem. Like I had a guy DM me that I'm cool with, and he kind of like pissed me off. I didn't really reply because he's all like, "Why well, she should have did it when the game was closer, or why she wait to the end of the game to do it? Why do we have to choose when we celebrate? Like, have, like what? I'm the game. I won. I'm now. I'm really going to celebrate. I don't." I don't care when she did it. Now, I watched the game live, right? So I saw her the first time she did it. She did it to her at the free throw line, and then she walked her down and did it again. I saw my God. Oh, I saw my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, all right, whatever, bro. It's trash talk. Like, and, I, and people were upset because of her reasoning for it. They were like, oh, well, I didn't like what she did the other night to my girls, the other girls, and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, well, she didn't trash talk you, so who cares? Fam, it's deeper than that. Caitlin Clark has been getting all the attention this whole tournament. And LSU has been the best team all year. Killing like, everybody. Killing everybody. And Angel Reese has been averaging, what, 25 and 10? And she's been doing the same thing Caitlin Clark is doing because they both are very brash on the court. Like, Caitlin Clark talks a hell of trash. She's been giving the refs hell all year, and nobody calls her out, but they've been calling Angel Reese everything under the sun all season long. Like, this has been a thing already before the tournament. And LSU were damn near underdogs when all Iowa had was Caitlin Clark. So, of course, if I'm on LSU, I'm going to feel disrespected. I brought this up. I said this on the show. Like, with the Bengals, when everybody was talking about the Bills and Chiefs AFC title game, before the bill, before the playoffs started, if I'm the Bengals, I'm like, fam, they have to play us, right? And and then what did the Bengals do? Smoke the Bills at home, and then talk so that shit as they should have, yeah, like, as they should have. Like that, that's my favorite running narrative in sports or whatever, right? Like you, somebody disrespects a team or a player, that player outperforms your disrespect, or that team outperforms your disrespect. And then you expect them to be quiet about it. Like, no, no, nobody no, no, no. T- Nobody told Travis Kelsey to be humble after the right. Chiefs beat the Bengals. Man. Like, like, and I love Travis. I think he yeah. – also that, that's another pod that's really, really – got to watch it as much. But, like, he does – a he's super yeah, entertaining. him and his brother. I love them. Right. But, like, when they lost – when they beat the Bengals after – because the narrative going into that game was what? Joe Burrow, Burrow owns Patrick Mahomes. The yeah, Bengals Burrow the Chiefs. 
Burrowhead, yeah. yada, yada. Nobody said a damn thing, like you said, to Travis Kelsey for talking that talk. Because, by the way, as much as I like Travis Kelsey, and it pains me to say that I like him as a Chargers fan, but, mm-hmm. like, that post-game interview was corny to a certain extent. Like, nobody nobody said a damn word when he was saying, Burrowhead, my what? Y- 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 he like, said, Burrowhead, my ass. Yeah, like, like, like that was the first thing that came out of his mouth. Right. Nobody had a – they loved that, bro. They loved, they it. loved they that. They loved it. They ate it up. They thought it was so funny. Right, so it's like – no, 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 no. Like, and and again, he had every right to do that because mm-hmm. the narrative going in was di- we're gonna disrespect the Chiefs. Burrow had this. Burrow's your daddy. The Bengals love mm-hmm. the Chiefs, and I mean, like, the Bengals ha- did win the last three games against yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, Burrow it was did. warranted. The talk it was, was warranted. warranted. But when like I out when I shut the talk down, now no, I'm gonna talk. I, it's my I'm, turn now. It's my turn. It's my turn. And yeah. As much as that. And they and they had to eat it. They had to take it. They had to yeah, take it. Yeah, they had to. They have a choice. They had, they they had, they had no choice. choice. But now you don't have a choice either because I'm gonna talk my shit back. So yeah. And that's the frustrating yeah. thing when I start to talk back. It's no, 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 no. You can't do that. You can no, mm-hmm. no. It's like Angel Reese Mm-mm. when especially already being doubted just as because of the color of, uh, color of skin or whatever. Already being mm-hmm. doubted her whole life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now she has her moment in the sun and you expect her to be quiet. It's not yeah. how that works. And she made so many great points, bro, because she's been, you know, doing the two little thing and celebrating all year. And when Caitlin Clark did it, like the whole world loved it. <laughs> but when Angel Reese does it, it's such a problem. And then it's like now y'all start to attack her character and starting to attack. First of all, the girl's only 20 years old. She's young as hell. Like, can she grow up? She's only a, I think she's a sophomore. Like, bro, and that means her game is only going to get better. Like, come on, fam. It's like, I like Caitlin Clark. She's a good player. But for all the threes she made in that game, she missed a whole hell of a lot. Like, I think she only hit one three in the second half. And she had hella turnovers. Like, she didn't play her best. Like, but that LSU team had way more depth than Iowa. So, I I really feel like the LSU players felt that they should have been talked about more than just Caitlin Clark. Like, what the hell? Like, fam, we are like... Like, somebody made a great point. It was like LeBron going against the Warriors in 17. That's basically what that game was. Because Caitlin Clark didn't really have any help. Um, But, like, that game was like, – it was a good game. But the refs the refs were really the star of the show. It was like, fam, Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese had three going into the half. Like, that's a problem. You're, you're, your star should not have three fouls before the half. Like, why would you ruin a good game like that? Yeah. I hated that. And it just put, and again, like I said, this is great. All, all in all, like Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese are great for women's mm-hmm. sports because it puts oh, so yeah. much eyes on the product. Like, yeah. everybody's watching. Like, they were watching. I think they watched, we were watching the women's national championship more than the, the men's college national championship. Yeah. I, 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 I think bro, that's facts. I watched one game from the March Madness men's tournament. That's when FDU won, and that's because I, I had money also- on them. <laughs> but other than that, I Fandu really have been Rob watching. Eric. Oh yeah, rob me, rob me blind. But I have been watching the women's tournament because of LSU and because of Caitlin Clark in South right. Carolina. Like I, I didn't watch the men's uh, game on Monday night. I didn't. I didn't even know who was playing. I swear <laughs> to God, did not know who was playing. I did not know UConn was back. Nobody told me UConn was back. I was like, what? UConn's good again. Wow. And then what was it? San Diego State. Yeah. Uh, and they got blown out. Like, yeah, it wasn't a good game. I didn't watch it no. either. 
But and then Michigan, Michigan didn't make it, so I really didn't care about the men's tournament. Right. I had no no ties to the tournament. Like when and then when Maryland got eliminated, I said I really don't care anymore. Like I'm out now. I'm out. Like I really don't care. And it was no, bro. There were no stars of that tournament. There were nobody that we could say, okay, I want to watch this for them. Which is exactly what you got in the women's tournament. Exactly. Exactly. You got stories. You got characters. You got people that you bought into. There was nobody. What's the guy from Gonzaga's name? Tim. Tim. Timmy. How you pronounce Tim? That's been there for Damn. like fifteen years. Like what the? <laughs> it's time for him to go start a family, bro. It's it's time for him to go start selling some houses or some insurance, real estate something, agent something, fam. Because why are you still hooping? In college at that Bro he's milking like, this shit He's milking This is it. ridiculous I feel like bro He's been in college A long ass time Somebody needs to stop Stop him please Take all of his elog- If I see him on the court next year I'm calling somebody I'm FAFSA uh, Whoever I need to call take all, To take his Take all his, take all his scholarship all right, literally. Get him out of here bro Get Push him across the stage It's Got- time Gonzaga's gonna make him a walk on. Like, what the hell? <laughs> this is insane, bro. It it makes no sense. But it I'll tell you what, it made March go fast. Because March flew by. It's True. like we're already what? It's April's like, it's April sixth. That's crazy. It's April sixth already. Um NBA playoffs about to start. There's a bunch of good boxing coming on, some good UFC. All this is doing. It's getting us closer to football. That's all it's doing. <laughs> that's that's all it's that's all I care about at this point. I'm trying to get back and defend my fantasy championship. I have a crown to defend, and that's that's all I'm worried about. You know what I mean? Like I haven't Fo- thought about fantasy football until now. I'm ready now. Football only makes me depressed because of the Chargers <laughs> and fantasy football. But really, really quick, I want to end this. I want to end the uh, the Iowa thing on this note. Is uh, okay. Quick story or whatever. So, again, I said at the start that I coach or whatever, one of the top assistants for our high school varsity uh, men's team, right? We took over a crappy job, uh, rebuilding school. That was actually the rival of the school I graduated from in high school. Um, Mm -hmm. And we won, like, seven games last year, right? We uh, beat two conference champions throughout the city. And, you know, there's a vote for the state tournament, right, in terms of the seed. That's how we do our seeding. It's a vote. We got voted – out of the 36 teams in our region or whatever, we got voted, like, uh, bottom four. I'm like, what the hell? We just beat two, like, three of the teams that were ahead of us. We just beat. How the hell are we, like, this slow? So, cool. Yeah. We lose first round of the state tournament. But our saying, and I think this applies to you two personally, knowing you, McKay, your story or whatever, is remember the disrespect. Because, again, go ahead. We're going to sit back, laugh all you want. We're going to actually laugh at you while laughing at us. That's how, like, that's yeah. going to go. But remember the disrespect, because now it's no friends. It's like if you, you're either with me or you're not. Because yeah. I'm telling you, we're coming, and when we do come, it's the, it's the who, who speech is that? Is that Dion? That's Dion. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm coming, and when we do, just uh, this is fair warning. You might deactivate your social media accounts, mm-hmm. do with that like go go into hiding. Because I promise you, I promise you, this goes for you too. As soon as we take what we have in the city and start busting y'all ass, as soon as this guy takes like, like takes all the disrespect or whatever, starts busting mm-hmm. y'all ass in the podcast shit, mm-hmm. it's over. Go ahead and deactivate yeah. your account because I'm going, yeah. I'm talking my shit. And there's nothing you yeah. can do that's going to stop me from doing that. So yeah, that's all. Remember the disrespect. T-shirts coming and everything. About to get a hat. It's coming. I'm hey. telling you. Amen. Listen, and that's and this is it's crazy because like you can tell 
who has never actually played a sport at all or like any capacity fam i'm the biggest trash talker out here like that's what i do i talk especially if you've been talking prior to the game i'm i'm gonna let you know you're gonna know something before we get off this field off this court you're gonna know something like so I, i i just didn't see why there was such an issue with it but as soon as it happened i like i said i watched the game i knew I said, this is going to be a thing. And as soon as I checked my phone, what was trending? Classless. I said, of course. Oh, yeah, that was never, too far. Like, she's never classless. Fails. Like, what? Are you serious? All right, man. Like, I didn't. First of all, I, there should be no classy winners. I, fam, I won a championship. <laughs> I'm acting an ass. Like, what? Like, fantasy football. I was cool all season. I was good. I was chilling. But after I won my Super Bowl, oh, Oh, they hurt my mouth. They hurt my mouth because it's been it had been years since I got one. So I, they they had to hear me. Shit, they had to. They have a choice. What's the saying? It's uh, make sure the apology is as loud as the disrespect. Yeah. I don't want no apology. I want. I don't to want sit no. There and, no, you're gonna take and, this. I'm gonna yeah. do it right back out to you. I want no apology. Point, stay over there. Point blank. Stay over there. Stay where you were. Stay where you at. Stay right where you at, man. Point right. blank. Well, oh, shit, man. Where we at? Hours of chill. Yeah, we wrapped it. Damn. Yes, yes, yes. This is, yeah, I'm putting this out today. I'm putting this out today. Well, shit, son. Tell me something, man. Tell me something. Plug something. What you got to plug? What, 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 what can we hear from you? What you got going on? Let us know something, brother. Uh, Just Lakers Nation. That's basically Bailey where you can find me at or on Twitter at Sean underscore D-A-B-I. I think like 30 followers away for 5,000, which is insane. Like I, hey, you, bro, you know what you need to do. You need to get that. You need to get in that verified program, dude. I, I went on. I I did it. I said, you know what? I'll pay the. I'll pay the ten. I'll pay the ten. Cause it's so much, bro. It's so much I can do now. Like I got unlimited characters, and it's like I know that that's can, the biggest thing. Like and I can tweet five minute ten eighty p videos. Oh yeah. I, hey, I don't. Hey, here, just take a whole clip from this episode. Just post it. Fuck it. Yeah, like shit, man. I don't. I'm. I'm cool with it. I like it. And it's like, especially like you know how I tweet my episodes. I'll have the cover and description, but sometimes that doesn't look good on Twitter. So now I don't even have to post that on Twitter because I can post my description and timestamps the entire tweet and like not run out of character. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm rolling with that. Really, but, really uh, quick. Yeah. this is the question I, I I wanted to ask you. Uh, mm-hmm. Post Mania. Okay. What's your Mount Rushmore? I think I know I my four. answer. I got but, four, right? Okay. I got four. Yep. Um. All right. Give me Cena. Okay. Taker. Okay. Triple H. Um. And Stone Cold. Okay. Okay. I agree with two of those. Give okay. me, give me Cena. Give me, give me Stone Cold for the reasons that obviously can already be done. Like Cena, the goat. Austin, yeah. the most popular superstar in the most popular era. Uh, give me Sean and give me Chris Jericho. Ew, that's nasty. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's filthy. That's filthy. That is filthy because how can you not have though. the Undertaker on there? My okay, I would swap Undertaker for for Chris if I had to. Okay, thank you. Okay, okay, yeah, because I mean Sean, yeah, Sean's one of the best ever wrestling. Yeah, definitely one of the best ever. But I think I think for me, with Triple H, it's more so the business aspect of it because, like, I've watched a lot of documentaries on him, and he's had that eye forever, bro. Like, he's had 
he he knows the business very well, and like he's one of the best to me to ever do it. Um, like even through his like run when he was burying everybody, still like I love Triple H. I think I, I just love Triple H, and I'm glad we can agree on Cena and Stone Cold because it's like without Stone Cold, we don't have a lot of these conversations. Like fam, Austin really. Yeah, he especially in the during the attitude era for him to be the star of the attitude era with all that was on that roster, he transcended the business like nobody else. And then it's like when Cena was Cena, you know, doing his thing when the Rock left and then when Brock left, he picked up that ball and put the company on his back. Yeah. yeah, he carried the company, he put the company on his back. But f- speaking of carrying, I love what Roman's doing right now. I Okay. I'm I, I know hey, I know y'all wanted Cody to finish the story. Hey man, not Look. tonight. <laughs> not tonight. I said I wanted Roman to win. I didn't like how they had him do it. Like I think they made Cody he's look a, he's stupid. A, bro, he's a heel, bro. He's but been doing see- this the whole two years. I know, dude. They, all right, look. In my opinion, they were just better off having a beat Cody clean. That would okay. that would have been better than. And then also, then he, dude, he beat Cena clean, right? That was the last time he's won a match clean. It's been two years since he won a yeah, match clean. Yeah, and yeah, he did beat Cena clean. And after that, that's when the Usos and the yeah. solo stuff. Yeah, because at first he was winning clean. He was he putting was winning clean. Yeah, he was putting, he was putting him to sleep. sleep. Yeah. Like, obviously, Mania 37, the infamous double stack pin, which is insane. Uh, I didn't uh, even think yeah. he'd win that one. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I, I had no problem with Roman winning. Like, to the Cody stuff out there, and, again, Vince taking control, obviously, that's, makes that's, it. That's, fam, that that's, hurts. That hurts. That hurts. Because now, like, I was going to say, if, if Hunter was still in charge, I would say they could still get it right. Because, yeah. the obviously, like, how the kind of the, the story comparison is 2012 with Cena, right? Yeah. With, with he loses, iconic still picture of him being depressed mm-hmm. after the match, Brock, right? And Brock, yeah. The problem is, they had Cena beat Brock. He should have lost. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If yeah. WWE, Triple H, whoever the higher-ups are listening, I was talking to one of my boys who actually do the Raptors podcast with, um, and I was saying, if they do Brock and in, in, uh, Cody, at, which is looks like they will, at Backlash the in backlash. Puerto Rico, Brock needs to murder Cody. Like, he yeah, needs gotta to, be like, like, beat the – it needs to get ugly. Like, I need to be yeah. uncomfortable watching Brock beat the shit out of him. Because, yeah. like – if you do it right, this next year could be all about Cody. All about Cody, like, being... The, it, it, it could be what 2012 should have been for Cena. Like, I'm um, depressed. See, 2012 was hell for Cena. I know. 2012 like, was horrible. It was horrible, but they should have started off with them losing to Brock. Like, it could have been yeah, so cause, much better. Because I'm, I'm glad that that... I was just thinking about that, that. That didn't hurt Brock too much. Yeah. Because it could have. It could have killed his return. It could have killed him. Yeah. Like, but they it did the 2014 SummerSlam match at Extreme Rules that year. Yeah, my, I, the was so that <laughs> I was so hurt that night. I was so hurt that night. Jesus. Like, no, but like, that's, remember how uncomfortable it was watching that Yeah, that match? was bad. That was but that, that one and the one he did with Randy at SummerSlam, they were horrible. Yeah. They were hard to watch. Yeah. I was, like, oh, this is, this is a lot. Th- this is ugly. This like, is a lot. This is ugly. Because he, he beat the hell out of Cody on Monday night. He yeah. beat the hell out of Cody. That's how... It needs to That's be how the match like be. that. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah. Cody should get the shit being out of him every single time for like the next two months, and then you can start like the redemption tour. And that's now how the you question, have to do it. The question is about Roman. Do they give him 
Bruno San Martino's record. What's or that? Or they go, I think it's like a thousand and some change. Okay. Or do they go and give them Hogan's, which Hogan's is 14. 14. That means another year. That's like years another of change. Year. That's like another a year, year and a half. Like a, that means like he's probably going to have it through Mania next year. You can't go that long. I if they give know. if they give him Hogan, I don't know, man. I don't know. I wouldn't be mad at it because because I hate Hulk Hogan. I would be mad. But if you're gonna do that, Cena has to beat him to get sixteen. To I get mean 17. seventeen. You got to If if you if you want to give him Hogan, Cena has to come back and get seventeen because I'm tired of seeing this losing at WrestleMania. It's, and he only has five. He has five main main events. I didn't even Who, know that. Cena? Cena only has five. Because Roman already got seven. Or as I said, the funny thing, we, we were saying only, but that's because Roman's like main evented for like the past eight years, it feels like. <laughs> and then and then when Brock came back, Brock started main event. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. like, I just don't think they could drag it that long. Because. I, 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 surpri- I was really surprised he won. I, was I thought surprised. it was over. I thought and it was when over. When Usos lost, I said, okay, Roman's losing tomorrow. Yeah. They, they, I, I thought it was a wrap. But then I I'm thought like, it was okay, a wrap. Well, he's, he's at 950. I said, they're going to give him 1,000. I Dude. said, there's no way he doesn't get But a then when, when Cody hit the second of the, the crossroads, they're like, okay, it's over. But then they had yeah. to stand there, look like an idiot. Like, he was there for. But, yeah, because he was looking at the ref. He was looking at the ref and Heyman. I was like, oh, no. Like, no, what are you doing? No, because at that point, I was like, no. okay, just do it. Just do it. It's like, yeah. have him win. And then yeah. he stands there for like 15 seconds, it feels. And then Solo comes out. Okay, like, okay, yeah, he lost. It's over. Yeah. But yeah. Sami Zayn saved the story. But just being Sami, he saved it. And Sami's the reason yeah. why Roman's still the champion, I feel. Because yeah. it was getting boring until Sami came in. And that's yeah, the why bloodline, I- the bloodline story definitely needed some juice, you know, added to it. But yeah. I, I really like, I just. Roman has never had a great run like this. Like in all the years, they've been trying to figure out how and boy, to make they him. Try. They tried. They tried. I didn't. I've genuinely forgot until I saw this on Twitter. They were. They had him wearing blue contacts at one point. <laughs> I like that. they were trying everything with him, and it's like I was on Monday after WrestleMania when he came out. The first thing I thought about was the night after he beat the Undertaker, yeah. and how awful that went. This but is he my comes yard out. Now. Yeah, this is my yard. Yeah, and and it took him like ten minutes to get that out, and it didn't even it didn't convince me. It did not move me at all. But for him to come out Monday night and there still be people in the crowd with their fingers in the air, it's like okay, how mad are y'all actually? Because it don't look like they were that mad to me that he won. Like fam, they still are acknowledging him. Like I don't, I just don't know. And it's like okay, if Cody did win, where now did Cody what? go? Exactly. What, like, what does what does he do now? Because like you can't tell me that like you're confident in WWE to get Cody right post winning the title. You can't. Yeah. Like what kind of run? And then how are the fans going to treat that? Like oh yeah, you got the belts. All y'all gonna do is turn on them. Same thing I'm doing to Bianca right now, and it, it that's blowing the and hell that, out of me because yeah, fam, how can y'all fam? She is. The 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 woman version of John Cena, like in every aspect, the kids love her. Grown men love her. Like Grown she men gets want it to right. be with her. Yes, and she is just an athlete. The black she community envies Montez Ford. We envy yes. Montez Ford so I much. I love dude. her, bro. <laughs> like 
you can't. I, I'm sorry. Like Oscar, I, I like Oscar, but she's not. She's she can't. She In can't my defense, I thought she was gonna win, but that's neither here nor there. I, I, I thought they were gonna take the belt off her too, but I'm like, fam, she might be longest reign in women's chat. I just like with with Charlotte dropping the belt again. I really think Charlotte's gonna get. She's gonna break her dad's record eventually when she comes back, but. Bianca is like going to get that longest reign because uh, listen, with all due respect to Sasha Banks, bro, but this Bianca is what they thought Sasha was. Like Sasha's great wrestler. Sasha's never this over. She's never this over, bro. Never. She was never this hot. Never. Never. Even when like as a heel, and I love Sasha as a heel. She was never this over. Like I think about like um, 2016 when her and Charlotte had wrestled for the belt on Raw. I'm like, okay, that was probably peak. But she never had a real mania moment. Bianca's already three and zero at yeah. mania. Like, fam, this is I'm this so is glad this you is your star. Up. They need to book Bianca at mania like they book Taker. I don't know if she could yeah, go this long, this, but like she but can't at lose this at mania. point. We we got something building here. It's something behind it, bro. Because she shouldn't lose at WrestleMania anytime soon, in my opinion. At least no. give her ten straight. Ten straight, ten, I'll be fine ten. with. Make a streak yep. out of it, bro. Because there needs to be something like that for the women's division. Because her and Charlotte to me are the best thing smoking. Like I like Rhea, but it's like I love it's Rhea. like Bianca awesome. and Charlotte, and then it's like everybody else to me. It's like Bianca, Charlotte, Charlotte, just because like she just gets so much heat, which is just yeah. good for wrestling. Like people it's, legitimately it's hate her, but it's so it's crazy also- though because she's such a good person in real life. Like I was such I went a in good DC. wrestler. Like they I had went the- to, yes. I, when I was in DC, she did a um a dark match, and then after the match, she stayed for like ten minutes, walking around taking pictures with kids, signing for everybody. Yeah, it's like fam, how can you hate her? And she's so good in the ring. She's yeah. so good in the ring. Like they probably have what the second best match all weekend, like yeah. outside of the the yeah. Drew match, which was a banger. Oh, I told, I told you, I told <laughs> well, you. What that text you right after? I told you. Like, <laughs> damn, you were right. I told you. I like, told you it was gonna be physical. I love Gunter too. I love him. I yeah. love him. Give him all the belts. Give but him all the belts. Bianca is gonna hold it. She should hold it all the way up till next year. Rhea should hold it all the way up until who's next gonna... year. Yeah, and that's, that's the event. only person I see. Yeah, that's the only person I see that beating her. Like legitimately, Dude, there's yeah. nobody else physically that makes me think, oh, they could actually beat Bianca Bella in real yeah. life. Do Rhea Who, and Bianca? Liv Morgan, <laughs> fuck out of here. Come on, come on. Rhea come on. and Bianca. Main event of night one at WrestleMania 40, unify the titles, Bianca, because I want her to stay undefeated at Mania. Bianca yeah. wins it. If 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 they can give me that, I'll reconsider going to Mania because with Vince back, bro, I don't even oh, want to go anymore. Really... I don't want to. I don't. I was like, fam, I'm already saving, but with Vince back, bro, I don't want to go anymore. That shit just makes me so sad, bro. Like, why? Why? Why is he here? Just go home, your ego, dude. Like, yes. Because it, it was a while, like, it, for a while, I was an AEW homer, right? And, and granted, really, uh-huh. I don't want to do the whole AEW, WWE thing. I like them both, right? But for yeah, a while, yeah. I was like, ooh, AEW is popping right now. You feel me? Yeah. But then, like, it's, yeah. Hunter takes over, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is actually a not A breath bad. of fresh air. Right, yeah. breath, right, exactly. And then, and granted, like, when Hunter kind of took over, that's when AEW kind of had some drama and some other shit mm-hmm. where you didn't really know how long it's going to last. But it looks but like they're getting themselves back together they're now. They're getting back together. And WWE, Jay White. Like, Jay Wright debuting. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're coming to Baltimore soon, right? 
Yeah, May something. It's the first week of May. I was looking at things last night. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. And it looks like they're about to have another insane summer. Like, they just announced the London show last night, All Mm -hmm. In Part 2 or whatever. Dude, if WWE doesn't get the shit together, AW is eventually going to to kill them and run them out of town. It's like, I don't know, bro. I feel bad for Triple H. I feel bad for like Bailey. I feel bad for all of the talent because they know it's it's about to get ugly again. And it's like you, they had Seth Rollins come out Monday, and then wrote his segment off during a commercial break. Like oh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, That's no. Bad. I yeah. I can't. And I saw that. And it's like I, it was so weird because he he came out and then they came back for commercial. And he's just walking out. I'm like, what the hell happened? And then I go on Twitter and I saw like a fan video and they were saying they changed the segment. They they bro, I think a fan said that was sitting behind production. It was like fifteen different run sheets coming out. Like they were changing it that much. No, that's no no no. That's yeah. enough. And speaking no, of Seth, I feel really bad for Seth. Like yeah. that's one of the guys I really feel bad for because dude, for the past like five years, he's just consistently like had the best matches on any card. Like yep. he had the best match of Mania last year. He yep. had uh, a fine match this year. I don't even remember what the fuck he did at 37. But, like, he just gets treated like somebody that doesn't produce. Like, and also, really quick, last thing. The fact that they changed this whole promo, but, like, mm-hmm. it still worked. Like, yeah. he's so over that the promo segment turned into the crowd just singing his entrance. Singing the stunt. That's it. That's how that's over it. he is. Like, dude, yeah. that's crazy. Nobody yeah. else could do that except maybe Roman and Cody. Yep. That's crazy. Because I thought when Roman came out Monday, I thought he was just going to come out and not say anything and just walk away. Like, that's what I thought. That I was going to say, cool. acknowledge me and then just get out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, you know, Cody came out and then Brock. So it was a whole thing. But, yeah, man, I don't know where they go from here, though. Like, with Vince being back and everything. Like, I, I really don't know where do they go. you want to be, Roman? I'll end on that. <laughs> Or who do you think? Or who do you want or who do you think? I think those are two different things, more than likely. I think Seth does it. Okay. Who do you want it to be? Seth. Okay. I think he deserves it. I think he deserves it because he's put on a lot of work these last couple of years. He put Cody over last year. Three straight um, times, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah, he really helped like build Cody back up in WWE. Um, yeah. He's been carrying, bro, he's been carrying, like, especially through the pandemic. Like he's been putting in a lot Especially of good work. Roman in. wasn't there. He carried it. Yeah, yeah. And then injury. like you, you think back to even years ago. Like if Roman, I mean, if, if Seth didn't like explode his knee, who knows what who happens? Knows. You know, with that WrestleMania that he missed, and like who knows, bro? So yeah, I would love to see Seth do it. Cause I, who else? Who else? Yeah. Like I, if Cody's not doing it. Brock couldn't do it. No. You got to – I think Seth should be the one. And if, and if they're going to do it this year, which they probably won't, I think Seth should do it at SummerSlam. But if they do it, if they – which I I can see, Roman hold those belts again all the way through next Mania. You got to have Seth win the Royal Rumble and then Seth and uh, Roman at WrestleMania. Why not? I want it to be Seth. I really do for the same races you just mentioned. Also, mm-hmm. really quick, you brought up that Mania, Mania 32. They were so screwed with injuries that year, dude. Like, yeah. literally yeah. half the roster was hurt, it felt like. But mm-hmm. I want it to be Seth. 
I think it's going to be Cody still. I think it's going to be Cody or Jay. Like, if Jay could get over – because you have the story with Jay. Like, if you want to – Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But do like, you think Vince – If do you think Vince looks at him as a champ, you know? Exactly. So – You know? So, I don't, I don't see that. I think it's going to be – because then also, like, you kind of run into the same problem if you do it with Jay, right? Like, okay, Jay wins – to for the story now what now what right now what exactly yeah. so same so, kind of same issue that Kofi had after he beat Daniel Bryan yeah. like even though his title run was cool after outside you know the fucking ending. outside the the ending yeah but it's like okay well he he got the belt well now what you know what I mean so now what do we do I it, it's it's like guys like Seth there's even a future with, him with the belts even Big E yeah. like yeah. now what like yeah. They just, mm. they just don't know how to to book over super so like like guys that aren't yeah. their guys they just don't know how to book them yeah yeah so I I want it to be Seth I think it'll be Cody at Mania forty which sucks because I don't That'd want it to insane. go that long that'd be insane because <laughs> that'd be insane I think they're gonna do the Rock Cena thing and drag it out a whole nother fucking year even though nobody's gonna want to see that match because it should have happened no. this year but I think that's what they're gonna do. Especially if Vince is back. Oh man, if see, Vince the, is back, the, you can the book best it. thing about Rock and Cena too is we didn't really know that was going to be a thing until like he came back the Rumble until the Rumble. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that wasn't really a thing. And then they, I still think they didn't need the belt for their second one. They didn't have to take the belt off of Punk. They, that or was if so you unnecessary. To just have it do a triple threat, dude. If you do a triple threat. Yeah. Punk is still in WWE, at least for a little while longer. Something, something, man, something, something. All the man wanted was a main event. That's all he wanted, man. Sad. But, um, yeah, man, you got anything else before we get out of here? Nah, I don't want to take too much more of your time. I ramble a lot. We nah, hey, hey, but nah, hour and 20, man, this is an episode. This yeah. is an episode. This is not a segment. This is, I'm going to have to go through and timestamp this shit, so. Yeah, we we did pretty good work today. So what time is it? Two o'clock. This will probably be out sometime this evening, between right. probably four or five o'clock. So I'll let you know. But hey, man, thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it. I'm glad we we have to do this more. Yeah. If we if we can do this an hour and twenty, yeah, we got to do great this content. More. It's great content. Yes. Really. Yes. So, any of the Laker fans, shout out my boy Eric again. Uh, yeah. I I don't put over people lightly. Uh, I rarely mm-hmm. ever do it. This man yeah. deserves it, and I told yeah. you, we don't want no apology for the disrespect. No, like none. Stay your ass in the corner. Keep it. Stay over there. Stay, stay over, there. over there. But Eric, my yes, brother, sir. thank you for having me on. This was fun as always. Of course, brother. Of course. All right. Hey, I t- I told y'all it was a banger, man. I told y'all. I told y'all. Listen, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. I think. That's all I have for y'all this week. I could be wrong. I may be back Saturday, but I do kind of want to let these episodes breathe. Um, so if you don't hear from me again this week, you'll hear from me on Monday, which is probably the the most likely scenario. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in, man. Thank you guys for continuing to make sure you continue to retweet, subscribe, like all that good stuff. Man, it's been a great week here for the pod. Good week for the brand. I've enjoyed it. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys really did enjoy this week's these this week's episodes, man. And for the two hundred and twenty whoa, two hundred not two hundred twenty third. Whoa, whoa. Two hundred third time. I'm Eric Lyons and you have just been electrified.
Yeah, yeah, this we doing's ginormous, yeah My bitch is pretty and gorgeous, yeah She tryna come run the circle, yeah My bitch be purple and orange, yeah Now we not lazy, we working, yeah Used to walk now we in Porsche, yeah I got gelato and sherbet, yeah I ran that check up on purpose, yeah Yeah, yeah, I got pink runs on Hawaiian, yeah Keep me in strong like I'm dyking, yeah All of my VV be blinding, yeah Keep me in scrub like the doctor, yeah Sunday I'm burning peace cobbler, yeah Falafels, yo. Lights on my neck on my goggles, yo. I'm on a hybrid, the cross strain. I just bet 50k on a hogs game. I just serve in peace, I do not ask name. My better f- no, she would not change. I keep hundreds on me, I don't keep change. Got a hundred outdoors in my domain. Got a two B, they bad in my domain. I get money, little bae, I don't complain. I got big bang, but no, I duct tape. I got TAC all in the cupcake. I get bad off, you know I do duck weight. I got family.